knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Blues, it happens every night And I ain't never met a riverboat dealer That could ever be a friend of mine I have not Summer heat never treats me kind It leaves trouble on my mind So I'm bidding farewell Putting in my notice And I'll see you at another time This highway does not know my name and I don't care No, I don't care Heading my way for another place No, I'm not. I'm staying home because I'm quarantined Need good tires and a spare Like you should be. Here we go, here we go Just a white line gypsy getting out of Mississippi With just enough gas to get there well, hello there, low-budget, live, not-so-live, from the low-budget live bar and bunker, right here in good old southern middle Tennessee, and I hope all of you are doing well. Um, interesting times, interesting times. We can't uh, really say that everybody is probably doing uh, doing great out there, doing well, because this is insanity, man. This is insanity. This is, uh, this goes beyond anything, you, you know, I, I know that I've ever seen and most of you have ever seen. And I think we're just in the beginning of this craziness, not to, uh, not to be Debbie Downer, but this is, this is, this is weird. So this week, obviously this is, uh, this is growing and, uh, I don't know where it's headed. I wish I did. I wish all of you knew too. And it's a scary time to be a dad. It's kind of a scary time to be uh, be a provider, uh, not knowing employment situations and not knowing, uh, you know, just the overall health of folks and the overall uncertainty of what we're living right now. Um, I think the bottom line is we all just need to stay close to home or go uh, go hunting or fishing. But other than that, keep your butt at home. I did, I did have to go to the grocery store this morning. Holy cow, man! We have been uh, last few days triple threat kids. We we had rented a house. This was our kids' spring break. We rented a house at Smith Lake later part of last week, and uh, we just got back last night and and uh, felt weird even going really. But we had to pay for it, so we're like, hey, we'll, we can quarantine down there. Had a good time. Took the boat, of course, and and me and the boys fished and even got Harper out there. But just kind of stayed away from the world. We we bought groceries over a week ago, filled up the house and and uh, what we needed, not like excess stuff. And and uh, we never went anywhere. Never went to a store. Whole time we were gone, and uh, it's only a couple hours down there. So didn't even really stop at a gas station. Just just kind of kept ourselves. And today. We needed some stuff, so I went to the grocery store, and it was like truly stepping into the real world. Because I try not to watch. So I'm I'm looking at it on Twitter, and I'm I'm watching some of the news stuff, and and uh, try not to get too caught up in it. But you know, when I went to the grocery store today, my little hometown here, and I saw just just looking at watching people, 
And people are scared, man. They're scared. And uh, they don't know what to think. They don't know what to do. And the shelves here at our local grocery store are empty. They're empty. Uh, of most anything that you would, you know, use in this situation. Uh, got some snacky stuff, some tater chips. The produce is full, which is weird to me, but it doesn't keep. It doesn't keep, so people, you know, for long periods of time, so fruits and veggies everywhere. But the meat section, gown, nothing, nothing. Hot dogs, gown, lunch meat, gown, milk, gown, see ya. It's crazy. Bread, gown, pasta, you know, spaghetti, spaghetti noodles, gown, sugar, flour, and they've got limits on stuff. It's like living in a movie right now. And uh, the only thing I know to do is do a low-budget live in the middle of the Armageddon right here. It's the end of the world as we know it. Brought to you by StarTron. Uh, also making some great disinfectants out there. Starbright. Cleaning supplies, you know, solutions. <laughs> a, little, a, lot of, a lot of S's. But uh, Starbright, StarTron, bringing you low-budget live. Not so live, low-budget live. And uh, we appreciate those folks kicking ethanol in the teeth. And they got some disinfectant that'll kick corona right where uh, it needs to be. We hope, we hope we we get this thing kicked. You know, I think I think basically that they're just asking us to be lazy, or maybe go fishing, and stay away from people. And uh, I don't know, man. This still this still's crazy. But walking around the grocery store really hit me. And I'm not trying to be dramatic, but nobody's talking. Everybody's quiet, pushing buggies like this. It was just weird. I had I left Hudson. Uh, Hudson was out in the truck. Left Hudson out there and and I got back and I was like, dude, that was I really wish I hadn't gone in there. It was weird because I, I've been doing a good job of just kind of staying staying as positive as I can with it and making sure the kids get what they need, making sure they understand the severity of, hey, you know, this might not affect you personally, but if you were to give this to someone, um, like my dad. My dad's in his in his early sixties and is not a picture of health in, in any way, and I don't want to see him get this. And, and it's obvious this is uh, something people are concerned about. I think that uh, really this week got hit hard with this. You know, Bass canceled, right? Bassmaster, so it affected our world. FLW went on, BPT went on. It was weird, though. I was all for it. I talked about it last week, get out and support those folks. But then it was almost like I felt guilty like we should I, I don't know it's was, it was the same way fishing like it's good but it's, it's just so bizarre what's going on in the world right now and if you don't feel that way I feel like you know you need to a little bit right uh, we're being selfish some of us are being selfish in that not wanting to just and I understand people are like oh these are the numbers the numbers man the flu kills more people and I, I was right there too and I and I am but there's something serious about this and and in a in a different feel in our bass fishing world or in our world in general, and you know now uh, FLW's canceled their April event and and bass is rescheduling things. FLW's rescheduling things, and who knows what BPTs do because they're the last sport standing. Had an article, uh, very strange. But uh, anyways, they're beating their chest about that. No surprise there. Uh, it's actually in Sports Illustrated, so there you go. Last sport standing, Major League Fishing. Hope nobody gets corona that fishes it because then it'll be the dumbest sport standing. <laughs> That'll be the next article. Uh, well, one of the boat officials got corona from somebody. No, I, I hope nobody, I hope that doesn't happen. But but it's weird beating on your chest about anything right now, um, for sure, in this. But, uh, but I think what got me the hardest this week is we all rely to a certain extent. And that's why people are like, I've got numbers, I'm reading this, and it's fact, and it's this, and it's that. Well, we're reading or we're listening to what we're being told. And I'm not a conspiracy theory dude. I'm not a wacko like that in the least. But when we're being told what we're being told by the same government ran by people like the senator that he and his wife three weeks ago sold stocks because they said this would be worse than the 1918 pandemic that killed 600,000 because they've got information we can't see. Like, that happened this week, guys. Like, that's who we're counting on? Take me away from the media and everything else and let me just be with my family talking to yonder microphone right here. Seriously, that's that's crazy. Those are the people we vote into office that, that become these 
career politicians, and they take advantage of them. Homeboy made over a million bucks selling stocks three weeks ago while we're being told by the government this is not a big deal. So I'm taking caution in my personal life with this, trying to, um, you know, trying to keep my family safe and, and our loved ones and try not to spread this thing if we can keep from it. And hopefully in a couple of weeks, we can all get back after it. You know, they're closing restaurants and bars down. Um, Nashville shut down the city as of today. You'll hear this podcast on Monday, March 23rd, but they're closing a lot around a lot of places. And I, and look, man, if you still want to be skeptical, be that, that's fine. But there are lots of people losing their lives because of this. And it's scary. It's scary. And I hope we can stop it. I hope that, uh, this new normal that we're feeling right now goes away pretty quick, but we could be in this for a while. Everything you're seeing and just got this feel, you know, I hope that tournaments come back. I hope that we can get back to normal in a few weeks, but a lot of these closures and things are a couple weeks, but you know, I I hope that employers take care of employees. I, I hope that even if you can't work, that maybe it's time that, that you put the people that, that made you, I'm talking to CEOs and people like that, the people that made you, that build things for you, that that help you. I, I hope that uh, you take care of them in this time if they can't work. If you have to shut down, you pay them. And and I know that on on paper that sounds crazy probably to some people, but it shouldn't be an excuse to also get more money, you know, to cut, cut things so your bottom line looks better and things like that. And there will be companies that use that for an excuse. And that's not okay either, man. We got to take care of each other. We got to take care of each other. Um, in, in this time, you know, humanity goes a long ways and you look at people that are hoarding groceries and different things. There are people that need, that, that need things that can't go to the store and get it from what I, this is a major grocery store in my hometown where most people shop. They didn't have anything today. And that worries me for folks that, that, that need, need it. You know, I don't need it. Um, cause the stock market's down, and you're only getting robbed if you go downtown. Oh, Hank Jr. said, Country Boy Can't Survive. And, uh, you know, the lyrics to that song are kind of ringing out trick because I got a freezer full of deer meat and fish to feed my family. Something like that. Uh, yeah, we're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. And I hope that I can help out some neighbors that might not be as fortunate in that situation. Um, but there are a lot of folks hurting. So get what you need when you go to the store. Get in, get out, wash your hands. Go to the house, Netflix, and chill. Chase your wife around the house. If you're not married, chase your girlfriend. If you don't have a girlfriend, I don't know. Find something else to do. Um, go fishing. Go fishing. Go outside. Read a book. Uh, but I, I'm thinking about everybody out there, hoping nobody loses... Uh, you know, loses loses their job. This this is serious. You know, the fact that the government went to July fifteenth on taxes because we all know they ain't gonna miss no money on taxes. Um, it's concerning. It's concerning. So we'll see. We're all in it together, and I promise you, if you are a fan of what I do here, I'm gonna be home. I'm gonna be right here. Uh, the triple threat's working from home now. I think we're gonna throw down some podcasts. Well, I, I might start doing a podcast. Every other day, every day, every other day. I may throw some stuff up on the Instagram. Comment below if you're watching this on YouTube. If you're not, send me a, an email, lowbudgetlive, the number one, at gmail.com. What you'd like for us to talk about. You know, we'll get we'll, we'll go all over the board. But I'd like to start doing, I may do a couple lives a week just to um, keep, I'm bored, and to keep everybody entertained. Oh, speaking of, it's not a good segue, but... Check this out. So we get to Smith Lake. This is my luck for about the last six months. We get to Smith Lake, and I'm pulling my boat, got the boys. Had to slam on my brakes. Coming up on a stop sign pretty quick. Didn't see it. My bad. Had to slam on my brakes. When I do, something happens in the truck. Got a brand new GMC. Says brake system failure, all kind of stuff. So we get to the house that we got rented. We were about 10 minutes out when this happened. And, uh... Called a local dealership trying to get some help. Anyways, ended up having to take my truck, and I had a brake line break <laughs> at Smith. My truck is two hours from home right now in the midst of all this. Had to pull the boat home, the triple threats vehicle, 
Luckily, we had two vehicles. Nightmare. So at some point, if we don't go on lockdown, I got to drive two hours back down to Smith Lake and get my truck. So I uh, forgot to mention that at the first of the show. Totally dumb. Totally dumb. Uh, <laughs> so that's just kind of my luck right now. But uh, low budget life. We're gonna we're gonna try to do some low budget lives. Uh, you folks seem to enjoy this as much as I do. And like I said, meeting people at the classic was great this year. Hearing the feedback, so we're going to keep on keeping on. There's something I want to show you today. I love I love gifts, uh, as you can imagine. And I got this from my dude Justin Lear, J Lear, on Instagram. And so we've gone back and forth. When I was doing before this was this doing on an Instagram live, me and Strader actually at Lake Cumberland a couple years ago. Justin would pop up in the comments, give me a hard time. He's a big Kentucky fan. He lives lives in Kentucky, Kentucky basketball fan. So he and I have got to be buddies. We go back and forth a lot via social media when big games happen. And uh, good dude. Big fisherman, good dude. And as much as it pained him to bring me this, this is something um, that is near and dear to Justin's heart. He lost his mother to cancer just like I did, but he did at a very young age. And he's a fan of of LBL and and uh, and and a good dude. And uh, like I said, we're buddies, and and so he knows what I've gone through. And he brought me this at the classic, and I actually got it hanging on the wall over here. You can't see it, um, but I wanted to show you today. This is made from Kentucky tobacco steaks, and his uncle makes these. Made this in the shape of the state of Tennessee, which, like I said, killed Justin. I have to bring it to me. Go Vols, but. We had an emotional moment at the Classic. He brought this, and uh, very cool. Shannon Wheeler on Dude Let's Fish actually captured the moment, captured the moment on video. He just happened to be walking around with his camera. It's on his Classic Recap video that you can see on Dude Let's Fish YouTubes. But uh, very special. So thanks to Justin. I want to show you guys that. Just It's like my man Moose that uh, made the Low Budget Live cutout here, met Moose at the Classic too. Cool, cool folks in this fishing world, and... Very humbled when people think of me to bring things like that. So, thank you, Justin, um, for being a being a hell of a dude and uh, and loving everything low budget live 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 uh, has to offer. Let's talk fishing. Got an interesting guest today. One of my best friends. We'll get to that here in a minute. Uh, who just finished up the Lake Martin FLW. Wanted to talk to him. Congrats to Ot Depot for winning the Bass Pro Tour. And they caught some beggings down there, them boys did. Mark Daniels Jr. had a hell of a tournament. Jason Christie, my boy Justin Atkins, whooping up on them. New Major League Fishing record. Jason Christie's had the first over like a 10-4. Then Jay Atkins comes in there is like, oh, hey, I'm going to catch a 10-8 on a spinning rod. <laughs> epic. Epic. And uh, he caught, I don't know how many bigs he caught, but it was stupid. He made the top 10. Alton Jones Jr. had a great tournament there. Shout out. But I did, and actually, little Alton was looking like he was going to win. I didn't get to watch the last day, but I, I saw the score tracker thing. And, and uh, Ott apparently went on a crazy run in that last little bit to, uh, to win it. And, and it was another good event for those guys for the most part for the most part and the reason i say that is i watched a lot of it. there's nothing else going they're catching bigs a lot of buddy of mine buddies of mine were doing well and i watched it i watched it but there was one thing in this tournament that drove me crazy that has not been well if it's been addressed on another podcast i hadn't heard it because i hadn't listened to anything but it has not been addressed i feel like how it should be addressed. And it was shady, and there's probably a good explanation for it, but by God, I hadn't heard one. Uh, I heard they addressed it to the Major League Fishing anglers, but they ain't addressed it to the public. And a lot of people saw this multiple times. I've got the videos on my phone of this happening, and the incidents I'm talking about are Jeff Sprague, old Jeff from Texas, uh, was catching them. He's catching him. He's from Lake Fork. Jeff's a great angler. And uh, I was watching live, maybe the second day. I can't remember. They have so many days. But and he was power pulled down sight fishing, okay? 
visibly casting out a bass. Hook's a big one. Six pounder. Six pounder. It was day two of his round. Six pounder. It's snagged in the side. Okay. He lays on the back deck in a really weird fashion and brings it up dramatically. Says it's snagged. Okay. He says it. She's in the side, but says, oh, it was a weird way of sight fishing, something along those lines. Then it says he didn't see the fish. He's power pulled down, staring at a hole, casting like this. I'm a sight fisherman. It's my favorite way to catch a bass. When you catch one in a tournament sight fishing or around, you need to address it if something goes on like this, right? Unhooks the fish away from the camera so you don't see that it's snagged other than when it comes by the boat and it's clearly snagged in the side. Doesn't show the boat official anything. Then weighs at 6'4". JT, Marty, Chad, never speak of it. Stone cold silence. I'm watching on the couch. I'm yelling at the triple threat going, what? What? What What just happened? He goes, oh, I didn't even see that fish. That brings a whole new meaning to sight fishing, which was a dumb comment. They then posted on their social media only to take it down a few hours later because they're getting killed in the comments. People are like, hey, Mike Long. Hey, snaggy snag snagger. Snag, snag, snag. It was ridiculous. It's a bonehead move to post it anyways. But I got a lot of questions. A lot of questions. But then it happens some more. I've had other clips of Jeff catching sight fish, unhooking them with his back and not showing the official. Then I saw a clip. Brian Thrift catches one. Same with Atkins. Atkins gets a big one in the boat. He, and, and he's throwing at them. Can't necessarily see the fish, sees the bed, but he knows he's sight fishing. He catches that big one in the mouth. Everybody's going in the mouth, in the mouth, verifying it, right? Because you have to. If I got a marshal in my boat when I was fishing FLW, I catch one off the bed in the mouth, showing a camera. Even I'm doing a YouTube video. Look, got it in the mouth. I, I'm not trying to snag them. And look, the six-pounder may have been honest. I don't know. But it happened more than that. And for them to then take the video down and not address this with the public, dude, and I've known Jeff a long time, and he's on fire in the last little bit, but that was just, it put me off. Tournament was great, but there's always some kind of weird blemish. It's like the tournament at Eufaula. Freaking Wheeler smashes. It was a great event. Then you got the weird Ot Defoe thing happening. They never address it with the public. They're so sneaky and quiet and secretive with the rules and with this and with that. And, and buddies of mine that fish it say all they do in meetings before every tournament is bitch about the rules and how it's got to be more fair and it's this, that, and the other. So I do think they're strict, but then there's these gaping holes. Please say why it's okay for him to snag a six-pounder when he appears to be sight fishing and was definitely sight fishing in some more clips that I saw and did not show the official. But Brian Thrift had to throw one back because it was hooked barely on the outside of the mouth but in the mouth. Strange, man. And I got the clips. It was bizarre. Bizarre. And maybe, maybe Jeff, maybe... Jim Wilburn, maybe Boyd, maybe somebody can explain it to me because maybe I'm just a guy with a podcast that doesn't understand, but I've caught a lot of bass off the bed, a lot of them, a bunch of them, and it didn't look good. Whether it's right, wrong, indifferent, it didn't look good. It didn't look good, and if any of you got the chance to see the clip before they took it down, then you know what I'm talking about. It was just, it was strange, man. It was strange. I just want to talk about that. That's crazy. Um, address it, address things. If, if half the fans don't like what you're doing, and I think with the format and everything, people are starting to watch. There's not a lot going on. They're watching. I know I am, uh, and have been, and have really enjoyed it at times. Don't do, do address it. Say something, say something. And I, and I'm not saying that JT and Marty and those guys, I think they didn't know what to say. I'm not saying anything negative about those guys. They, cause in that situation, it's like, Ooh, you know, I've done live coverage before, and it's like when something weird happens, you're like, "We are we supposed to? Like, I, I was doing the uh, Potomac River, the BFL All-American last year for FLW, doing the live coverage, and Troy Morrow 
screamed at his co-angler for catching a four-pounder throwing up ahead of him. And apparently they had had other heated moments. And all you're getting is that that moment right there. And you don't know what to say. It's awkward. So I don't know. It's a difficult situation, but address it. And maybe Jeff Sprague, I don't follow him on anything. Maybe he's addressed it. I don't know. Uh, he should. <laughs> a lot of pros are talking about it. That's all I'm saying. I've gotten a lot of texts about it. And some, from some industry people, people are paying attention. So maybe you should address that. Maybe you should address why it was different. I've heard they did address it with the anglers. I don't know to what extent, but they're calling it good, that the catches were good. So, hey, they must not have had a problem with it. Had enough problem with it to take it down off of Instagram and Facebook, though. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Speaking of also strange, the FLW at Lake Martin, congrats to Jason Abrams. Known Jason for a while, Tennessee boy, great fisherman. Um, finally won him one. That's awesome. So congrats to him. But it was a bizarre tournament during the middle of all this. Bass was smart to cancel. Bass was smart to cancel because no fans there. They're doing the weigh-in. I got to just watch a little snippet of it. But weigh-ins with two microphones. Very, 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 very bizarre. Very bizarre. And I even talked to some FLW folks that were like, I don't think we should be having this. Just just weird. Just a weird week. They moved it up a day. Then I don't think they had marshals. They didn't have briefings. They did this. They did their best. They released a statement. They did staggered weigh-ins. They stood six feet apart. It was like Bill Taylor was running around like, hey, 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 with a tape measure. Hey, 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 hey. Six feet. Six feet apart. It was strange, man. I saw some stuff. It was it was strange, but I'm glad they got through it. But and and had they canceled, there would have been a lot of pros at a lot of money. They were several days into practice, and I understand. I think that's why they moved it up. And Miss Kathy Fennell and those folks they made they made it they made the the most of it. It was bizarre, man. It was bizarre. It'll always be like uh, just this weird tournament, and it's also feeling like like the classic was three years ago now with all the craziness in the world. And I feel bad for Hank and his wife. Which, by the way, thank y'all for the comments about Miss Jacqueline coming on. That was an awesome episode. I I had a great time with that. Great time. Text our guest. So. Thank y'all for listening to that. But poor Hank, man, this is going to shut down his victory tour a little bit for a little while. And, uh, geez, such weird times we're in, guys. Such weird times. So my guest today is one of my best friends, uh, not only in fishing but in life, period. You know, you got your fishing buddies and you got your not fishing buddies. Just period. This, this guy is somebody that's got my back no matter what. He's the guy that's going to show up at your mama's funeral. He's going to drive five hours away to do that. He's going to pick you up when you fall down, and uh, he's going to shoot you straight and tell you you suck when you suck. <laughs> he's going to pat you on the back. He has over $800,000 in earnings on just the FLW side of things. He's the 2015 Forest Wood Cup champion, and he was the original low-budget live guest, the original one over two years ago. Repeat Hello. offender on low budget live, my man, y'all's man, Brad Knight. What's up? What's up, BK? How is things? Well, I don't know if you know this or not, but we're in the middle of a global pandemic. <laughs> well, I kind of realized that on the way home from Alabama yesterday. I bet, buddy. Listen, we're gonna. I, I got. I got some things I want to talk to you about. But I was talking earlier in my rant and ramble about how you can't trust the government and everything else. I'm getting crazy in the bunker here. But uh, when you see senators selling stocks three weeks ago, that that story got to me a little bit. Um, we need to tar and feather that guy. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, absolutely. Absolutely. They got info we don't have. But I went to the grocery store today for the first time in over a week, and it's like the walking dead in there, man. People, yeah, it's crazy. People walking crazy. around like just staring. There's nothing on the shelves. Country boy can't survive though. Country boy, we got elk meat, we got deer meat, we got shotguns, rifles, and four wheel drives. That's right. We gonna that's be right. all right. That's, we gonna be all right. A lot of people make fun of that kind of stuff a little bit. That you get into situations like we're in now, and it's, I'm trying to wonder what the freakout is. I mean, gas is a dollar eighty a gallon. I mean, you got to go fishing or stay home. That's, that's right. No problem to me. 
I got a I got a big old freezer full of elk meat. A lot of deer meat. We got turkey we season got next week. I live on the Emory River. I'm gonna have a water supply that's got plenty of fish in it. So yeah, there really are there are a lot of people that do you know the anti hunters of the world and different things, and and that don't get our lifestyles. But as I was taking inventory, because I went to the grocery store, no meat. Lawrenceburg Kroger, no meat, none. No chicken, no pork, no beef, no none, none. They're talking about mm-hmm. their trucks are running late, a lot of border things going. I mean, craziness. I'm talking to a little mm-hmm. girl out front, right? And I came home, and I'm like, all right, got to take some inventory. And you know what? I got backstrap for days. I got deer steaks. I got deer burger. I got fish. We're good here. But there are a lot of people that talk about this lifestyle that right now probably wish they hunted a little bit more. Hey, all I know to say is for all those anti-gun people and all those anti-hunters out there, good luck to you because you're fixing to need some. <laughs> I, I'm a little worried that we're going to. You know, Marissa's like, what do we do if we, what happens if we run out of that? I'm like, you know what happens? I'll put a corn pile in the backyard and blow a deer's face off. <laughs> if I got to. I mean, this is, this is uh, unprecedented. We've never seen anything like this. So talk about that. I want to talk about the tournament because it was just weird in general, but, uh, and a lot of craziness. And I've already talked about FLW took great measures. I feel like to protect everybody and, and mm-hmm. really, and have the event. But what, what are you talking about? What did you see? Cause you probably had what, a six hour drive home. Yeah, it was about six hours. What did you see? What was the feel like driving home? You've been in your camper. You've been in that Lance yeah. camper all week. And now That's it's right. this. So what, yeah, what so do you think? When I left out of my house like last Friday, things were just starting to happen. I think that was the day Bass had canceled their event mm-hmm. on Chickamauga the following week. NBA was just starting to shut down. We were on the forefront of people taking measures, right? So nobody really knows what we've got going on. And uh, then I kind of get set up at Lake Martin State Park, and I stay in my camper, and it's really just pretty routine for me. I'm just bass fishing till dark. I come in, I eat dinner, I take a shower, I go to sleep wake up at five in the morning, repeat process. And, you know, it becomes an issue now throughout the week, whether we're going to fish, whether we're not, you know, are we going to cancel or what's going on amidst the freak out from, the, from everybody. And, mm-hmm. and uh, we had some meetings and, and discussed some different topics. And, what, so what, what, what were those meetings like? Because I heard there were meetings. What were those, yeah, we what were those discussions uh, like? Just basically just taking the temperature of everybody just to see what everybody's opinions was, what was the overwhelming majority. And that was you guys with FLW MLF Brass? Uh, yeah, that was just pretty much whatever you call FLW. I got you. I got you. So, uh, but, yeah, and, and all the anglers got together on the angler panel and, and kind of talked about And, uh, you know, I heard lots of different opinions out there, and that's, that's kind of the cool thing is everybody's going to have one, and they're all going to be pretty much different, but all the voices were listened to and then a decision was made kind of based on that fact. So, okay. uh, you know, I heard people didn't wanted to cancel it and go home. I can, under, and I can, and I can understand that. Usual. Right. I can understand yeah, both I mean, sides. I could see everybody's point, right? Nobody had a bad argument, but the fact is, uh, my personal statement, I don't care to, or my personal opinion, I don't care to share was that we shouldn't have been there to begin with, but since we were, I felt like it was business as usual. And y'all were two days into practice spending gas money. Yeah, we're everybody traveled from all over. Yeah, that's right. And it's, uh, you know, some guys wanted a two day tournament. Somebody wanted, you know, um, let's make it a three day tournament. And, you know, I just felt like it was, we've already been there for two or three days. So FLW came up with the deal to forego the off day. We'll start on Wednesday, Thursday, keep it a four day event. And that was the right call to make, in my opinion, given the situation we were in. Things why, were changing rapidly. Why did they, did they decide to bump it up just in case something crazy happened, I guess, like a yeah, national yeah, we shutdown? You're just of, trying to get it yeah. in. Yeah, something that was above our head ability. We're going in. We're out of a state park. A lot of people are gotcha. in the state park. You know, you're in a situation where now, given it's a national emergency, the uh, government has the authority to take over a state park if they need to. Nobody just really knew what was going on right. and what situation we would be faced with. But, um, you know, hats off. It was a lot of craziness and a lot of, you know, there's no book to go by. Like no, oh, with any so, of this, with any of this. Yeah, so, um, you know, it was, it was all worked out well. Um, it was just kind of, you just everybody kind of flying by the seat of their pants and making decisions for uh, the situation the best they were in. Did My it, biggest concern was, was like lack of service trailers. 
things like that that we you know we were put in a tough position as anglers where if you'd have had mechanical failures you're screwed you're pretty much in trouble so that was yeah. uh, that was an issue that i kind of took part with a little bit but, well thank goodness uh, brad you run the best equipment in the game up and down the lake always smiling coming through boat check uh so no service crew did you ever feel i mean because you've you've got a a, a wife and a daughter at home and you're very much papa bear protective like i am and you said like you said you didn't think you should have been there in the first place was it weird going out there and doing your job because you did your damn job you almost made the cut you won you 10 grand yeah, no i don't i don't think so i felt like you know we're not in any we're out on the water i mean i felt like that's probably about as safe as no doubt about that as yeah. you could be at i fished all week and, and and i like to kind of think that i kind of have myself squared away at home on the home front and try to control the variables that i have i've got a great wife that keeps things squared away you know on top of things with the daughter they were still functioning in school as of start of the week so i think I on you. tuesday they finally canceled it so you know we have a lot of weapons they know how to use them we got a lot of food so i, I really don't we're not had to worry about too much here in our neck of the woods for a while now if you were some of those folks like in new york you know i'll watch that are pouring the cut water on all those cops and stuff all summer long oh yeah <laughs> really being uh really abusive there I, i'd be a little bit more nervous if i was those folks yeah here I, in morgan county tennessee i i, I feel like things will be pretty good that's the me. same I, i'm i'm glad to be on 30 acres uh i'm glad to Out be city. yes and uh and you know i think this deal is a little more serious than a lot of folks were taking it you know i think we can all agree with that whether sure. whether it being us catching or not there's gonna be a lot of people lose their lives and a lot of people get very sick and it's and it is growing rapidly and the reason it is is it's been here for a while they're just now testing for it in my opinion That's you right. know I, I would agree with that i'd say uh it, it starts to make you think i was at the bass match classic with over a hundred thousand of our closest friends <laughs> you know who walked by me down there with it i don't know i don't know right. uh but it's it's just a weird time, man. But I, I was watching. Uh, we were down at Smith Lake. Just uh, we had rented a house for the kids' spring break was this week. Of course, now they're canceling everything, and we had a house rented. So we went ahead and went because there were fish on the bed, and they they don't know what's going on. They need to be taught a lesson. That's so right. so we we went down there, and man, it was there was a ton of people on the water, ton of people fishing, man, all week. We were down there like Wednesday through uh, through yesterday. And a ton of people, even people out before dark, you know, it was 80 degrees a couple afternoons, beautiful. They're out pleasure boating, riding in their pontoons. Out in Jeskies, boat ramp yesterday, went to take the boat out, slap full, slap full. There were two or three tournaments on Smith yesterday. So little, you know, fruit jar deals. So that is a great place to be. We got turkey season coming up, being outdoors, as long as they don't lock us down to our homes. You know, that's right. Be, be common sense goes along. Common way, sense, why, yeah, yeah. Obey what people are saying, so we don't get put in these positions where we're all in a lockdown. I feel like everybody just goes with what's going on. Listen, they're talking about go home for two weeks, watch TV, be lazy, go fishing, go turkey hunting. Hey, put the iPhones down, get your kids outside, shoot a bow. That, that's right. I, I don't care what. Get outside. I will say, perfect opportunity. In the last four days, five days, being with my kids. We all take things for granted, right? You do. Absolutely. And even nature. Even yeah, and and being in a bass boat, my twelve year old looks at me, Hudson, Dad, we waking up before daylight again in the morning. Every day when we're down there. At Smith. Yep. Dad. And if we were at home, would he get up at daylight? Well, hell no. But we no. can walk down there and get in that boat and go catch spotted bass. And yesterday morning and I filmed a little video, he caught eleven spots by himself and I caught one. Behind awesome. me, he beat my brains out with a little Ned rig, and uh, but but just we we had the best time, and and just hanging out, and that's what I'm saying. Just I, I said earlier, they're asking us to be lazy. We're already lazy. Ninety five percent of the people in the world like to sit around and stare at their phones anyway. Just do it in your house. That's it. Do it in your house. Be be smart when you go to the grocery store. But I think the biggest thing that'll get us through this, like you said, there's no there's no playbook, but you got to have a sense of humanity. When sure. you go to the store, don't buy 47 cases of toilet paper. They've had to put a limit at my local store on how many gallons of milk you can buy. Who's buying more than one gallon of milk, by the way? But well, I mean, What are you going to do with five gallons? Exactly. I watched a lady last week try to buy six gallons, and I was going, and she was pissed that they were telling her no. <laughs> I'm going, what are you going to do with it? Make ice cream? Right. I mean, if you are, I'm coming right. over. But, 
But no, dude. I, so I, I gotta ask though, and I'm rambling here a little bit. But you, you're my go-to for a lot of things. You're, you're a good barometer on 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 things because you keep me in check a lot. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's a good. Thing I don't know. Right. I don't think it is really. Is I'll be honest. No, I don't think so. Really, if you and I. You and I are each other's people, and we bounce stuff off each other, but you and I are also the same people that would help each other bury a body, so we're probably not the best barometer. Hey, Brad, if I do this, uh, will you come help me? Well, hell yeah, Duncan, I'll be there. That's the kind of friendship this is, and both of our wives are fearful of it. (laughs) Everybody's got to have a wingman and a heavy. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. You got to. So... Was it weird being in the tanks with all that separation? And talk me through the process of the FLW because Miss Kathy Pennell put out a great response, I felt like, talking about, hey, we're practicing social distancing this week. We're already here. We're going to do this. And I saw a video, somebody posted on Instagram, and it's like Bill Taylor running around. He all but had a measuring tape. Hey, 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 sir, keep, keep it six feet apart, six feet yeah. apart. Was it, it like was actually, that? It was uh, no, not too bad. It was actually really laid back, and but still just a straight business approach. It was actually, I liked it. I, it would be fine to me if that was just what we did moving forward. How many people were longer, in a flight? Well, I don't really know, but not many because you had a lot longer uh, flight. Like if you were in the last flight, which I was the second day, and then you weren't doing to like five thirty or five That's awesome. Central time. So yeah, you packed your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's awesome. So you got a good long day. If you're in the first flight, you pulled in you got a bag you tied up you walked up there and basically you waited on one maybe two people and you waved in you're back in your boat on the trailer back to the camper eating dinner that's awesome Short day. yeah so i actually i kind of enjoyed that part of it it was just business just fishing that's awesome which is that's my favorite awesome. part and no well, yeah that's that's for sure and no way in crowd it was it was weird. it was weird man i watched it a little bit on on friday i think and uh, Chris Jones handing somebody another mic. Chris wiping the mics down that the guys get in between. Yeah, that was, that was, it was yeah, weird, man. Doing an interview, I, I felt okay about that. Yeah, it was. We, we make the cut. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was. It was very weird, and and uh, guys almost look like almost look like a rap battle. Yeah, yeah. Chris on one side of the stage, but I'm glad y'all got it in, and uh, and you know Jason won him one. Yeah, that Jason. was great. Another Tennessee guy. He's been at it a long time. He has been at it a long time. See him uh, get a win. I don't know him super well. I've talked to him a bunch over the years, but always been a great guy and super nice. And anytime a trophy comes back to the great state of Tennessee, That's right. I, I give it a two thumbs up in my book. So let me ask you this, speaking of Tennessee. So we, we canceled basketball. Do you think we'll have football season? What's the over-under right now with all this craziness? What do you? What's you know, your honest-to-God gut feeling tell you? I think they're going to have it. I think that uh, I think that you're talking fall camp. Now, do they get spring practice in, or how do they do fall camp, and how are they doing it with academia and all that stuff? I have no idea, but all I know is when it comes, well, we've been shut in or in our homes or not having our everyday life, and it's not even April yet. So we got May, June, July, August. August. Yep. I'm just going to tell you, people in the South are going to have some football come September. Even if we got to put them in the parking lot at Walmart. Even if it's all <laughs> like we go get players ourselves, it's just solely like – SEC going to happen. With orange cones, and it's just an impromptu. There will be football played in the South somehow or another. <laughs> I like your mentality. Year. I like yeah, your mentality. It's, it's weird, man. There's all these, you know, me being a big music nut, you're a big music nut, the concert's being canceled, the – you know, and for for good reason, but it's like sure. it's there's nothing going on. It's it's so strange, and uh, but it, you, but you're right. You hit it on the head. Like, chill with your kids, reconnect. You don't have to yeah. watch TV. I mean, if you do, you can watch Netflix. You can watch Disney Plus. Me and my boys are watching all the Avengers movies again. Yeah. It's a good time. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Ozark season three comes out. Oh yeah, Ozark. I'm just saying, just saying. Yes, it does. But no, I think that uh, the one that really hit me hard the first time I really noticed it kind of changed. You know, I was talking about being out, kind of being isolated and just fishing and coming in, knowing it's bad, but not really accepting it. Outside world. Yeah, something. that's me. Yeah. So I get up yesterday morning to come home, and I'm packing my camper up on my truck. For those that don't know, I have a Lance camper that slides in the bed of my pickup truck, so it's kind of a process to get it all loaded up. And I didn't eat breakfast, and it's probably about noon when I head out thinking, I'll just grab something on the way home. I got about a five-hour drive home. 
I find out the hard way that the only thing open in restaurants in the state of Alabama is the drive-thru. <laughs> and it's hard to fit a 14-foot-tall truck camper with a bass boat through the Chick-fil-A drive-thru. So it was about 9.30 when I got home, and I'd had uh, about two bags of beef jerky. And I was so, ready so are the something. truck stops and everything, though, can you go inside right now? I don't know. I never passed one to find out. I was, I'd like to have found out. I mean, but I gas station, I, yeah, I mean, can you go inside right now? I, I don't know. I haven't been anywhere I, until I today. Curious, like if you walk through a drive-thru, you know, like jumping up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah beating, on the, beating on the window. All right. I'm not leaving until I get Listen, you got, a, you got a buff over wow. your face, and you're like, bring me the nugs. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm for that, though. But like I said, that's that whole barometer thing again, me giving you bad advice. I like you going up. They say they're happy to serve you at Chick-fil-A. Just go knock yeah. on a window. Yeah. Well, hey, yeah. How happy are place. they, you know? Let's find out. Yep. Let's see. <laughs> a 6'4 East Tennessee uh, boy shows up telling you he wants nuggets and Chick-fil-A sauce now. <laughs> that has totally codlocked the whole parking lot with his boat truck. <laughs> yes. Yes. Wrapped with his the name first, on it. Yeah. And they That'd can't figure perfect. it out. What a better way to get publicity the first There's no such thing. Incident. Listen, I'm living proof. Yeah. There's no such thing as bad press, buddy. <laughs> hey, there you go. That's right. No such thing. So I talked about it before you came on. You're the first ever, first ever low-budget live guest. That's true. That's true. The first ever, man. That's I uh, remember, yeah. Remember like it was yesterday. Idea. You said, what do you think? I said, I think it's Great idea. You think what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> he said, "I don't remember you saying, but I feel like at some point you probably have said. You know, I feel like at some point you're going to get on there and say a bunch of shit that's going to make people mad. <laughs> you didn't say it, but you it's know me well enough. You, you, no, yeah, it's a great thing that I haven't made anybody mad. Oh, I probably made them mad on this episode too. Probably yeah. made it happens. It happens. We don't care what anybody's got to say. No, we we uh, we going to do this. Um, yeah. Talk about, because I think you've got inter- a very interesting viewpoint on it. You've been an FLW guy for a long time, Forcewood Cup champ. Now there's no cup. Yep. The, the, the state of things is changing. You and I talk about this a lot off the record, but mm-hmm. you're fishing the Bass Opens this year, too, yep. uh, which you have the last several years. No big secret there. But what's your overall take on the shape or the health of professional fishing from someone that does it solely this is your sole means to feed your family what's your take on just the health of it right now i think that uh you know you're going to get a lot of opinions depending on who you ask and you know i would say overall it's just in a kind of a shift you you know i I look at like nascar whenever they had to replace the dale earnharts and the bill elliott's of the world and are we getting into that kind of shift now or the mainstream bass pros that were the the era like kevin van dam greg hackney's aaron martin's that they moved to mlf to start that you know it's uh what happens if that doesn't take off as good as it's supposed to i mean mm-hmm. what happens if there's just a lot of what ifs I, and i don't think you could plant your flag and say any organization is any stronger than the other it's just a, a wait and see approach for for all of us so that's I'm, my vow at the start of the year was to fish as many tournaments as i could for both organizations, and, and you know, I'm not a MLF guy, I'm not a FLW guy, I'm not a Bassmaster guy. I'm You're just, a Brad guy. I'm just Brad not bass fishing. I'm, yep. If there's a tournament that's coming up and I can get into it, I'm in it. So, I at love the end it. of the year, I'm going to survey my options, just like I've done my whole career, and see what you know what's best for me at that time, and uh, that's what I'll do. Do you think? I mean, with this. You know, when are we looking at getting back into tournaments, man? Is it, is it, and I know this is anything because we might not be able to leave our houses, but I mean, we talking May, June? Well, I think that uh, FLW has put their stuff on hold till like what? You're talking middle of April, I think. Yeah. So our next, our next tour event would be Hartwell, the end of April. Yeah. And, and you know, probably at best, that I would have a hard time seeing us fish that one. And if I was just being honest, my own, this is just, again, my own personal opinion. I have no, information to, to tell me this decision i would be i'd put it at 50 50 at best that we resume the year we even have the 2020 bassmaster or, or flw season wow uh, or ML. that's scary uh, that's scary man is, yeah. especially scary. you know you have sponsors issues that you know i mean there's just a and, and, and this you know, year was a big unknown anyways with all the mlf buying flw yeah, and all the really changes was. at bass I mean, mm-hmm. it's been a big unknown anyways, and now this, 2020, can suck it. <laughs> right. A lot of guys took chances, you know. No doubt. Some different different deals, hoping that maybe one year of 
you know, trying to qualify or doing some stuff. And, and, you know, if you have another year where that doesn't happen, that's a. Yeah, I think about those guys that left the, the pro circuit. Now, you guys have three tournaments under your belt. So you had three opportunities at least to make money. You cash mm-hmm. checks in two of those three. Um, you've had one open, but the next open was up at, at Louisville in April. And I don't think they're having it. I read That's somewhere right. been, uh, it, it did get rescheduled. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that was going to be the next tournament up for, for a lot of these guys that left the pro circuit, left the FLW tour. And now they're just, it's just nothing. There's just nothing right. going. It's, it's a scary time, man. And, and it's scary for a lot of people. I mean, you, you own sure. a business, you're a business owner, you know, it's a, yeah. it's a terrifying time. You make a lot of your money off of advertising dollars and things like that. Sure. And, and, uh, Gonna be a lot of people hurting in this country, so we got we got to take care of each other right now more than ever. I think we do, we do. And what I'm kind of hoping is, you know, a lot of people are concerned economy wise, and I'm I'm really hoping that this is a short lived deal and it's just a pause button, just like yes. watching the movie. You're going to hit the pause button, go to the bathroom, come back, hit play, and everything keeps on rolling. That's what right? we sure hope. That's what we sure so, hope. Uh, yeah, that's right. And and I feel like that's what you know. You're not having a lot of expenditures. You're just not. There's not a lot of income or outcome. It's just all on pause, so to speak. And that's what we got to hope for a couple of weeks, get back to normal and everything's fine. Is it a reasonable, and this is not me being like Bernie Sanders before y'all start commenting, is it reasonable <laughs> to ask the government right now, though, like to step in? And I think Trump has has said some stuff like this, like no mortgages yeah, for folks. Yeah, take on it. My, I mean, what do you what think? I would like to see. I don't want to see the government pay people, like checks coming. I, I feel like you could make it a really even deal if you said, all right, nobody has, like if you owe for a vehicle payment, a mortgage payment, or like a small business or some type of business loan payment, I don't want you to pay the payments for me. Just put them on pause. Like if your March mm-hmm. truck payment isn't going to be due until we say it's due. Like if you owed 54 payments, you're still going to owe 54 payments. It might just be delayed for three yeah. months before you owe them again. Yeah. And that way people can just kind of pause everything they have and not have to because life is pausing like you said it's pausing right right now yeah if you know right now that you've got to sit on your couch right now and your house payments paid and your truck payments paid i mean you don't really freak out too much that's right you start talking about well the government's going to give me a thousand dollars does a thousand dollars pay your truck payment and house payment no No, i wish i don't pay mine either so i wish it, it doesn't do enough good to really warrant helping the cause and yeah, I, I agree with that, and that's just like a stimulus thing, you know, sure. to try to get people to go out and spend maybe or help them out. But a thousand bucks won't pay most people's bills in a month, I mean, especially if they got kids, you know. Exactly. But you know, two weeks, you know, five hundred dollars a week is are pretty tough for to get by on. So no, that's, no uh, doubt. And I'd and, like to see something in the pause on the payments. And that way, you know, you're not looking for a government handout or socialism. It's just. Well, you're going to get me on politics here now. I know, I know. I, I, I got ripping and rearing on Democrats and Republicans earlier over the guy right. selling so the stock. Uh, so this is that's just. What I, that's my belief. That's yeah. what I'm for if you're asking for Brad Knight president 2024. That's I would run as your vice president for sure, and I'd be a hell of a hype man, and you know that. Yeah, they think Donald gets on those. Uh, <laughs> They think Trump gets on those, the reporters. I, I believe I can. Dude, pretty good I've laughed. I've laughed this week. And and I try not to keep up as much, but somebody posted on TikTok was really the reason I saw it. But somebody being, somebody said, you know, you said the Chinese uh, Chinese virus, and they're like, why? Well, it's racist. And he goes, because it came from China. <laughs> China. Yeah. <laughs> that made me, that did make me laugh. That did make me laugh. But uh, I don't know, man. We're in a weird spot. I think that. Uh, I think Brad Knight and Luke Duncan, we're going to be all right, though. Sure hope so. I think we got food, and uh, we hope that everybody out there listening to this does the same. And, uh, buddy, I really appreciate you catching us up on things. I thought it would be very interesting. I was sitting there this morning, and I was like, I'm going to see if BK wants to come on because I want to hear about this FLW and what's yeah. going on. And I'll probably get back with you because I'm thinking about taking this to a uh, everyday thing or an every-other-day thing while I'm home just because – Let's Just do it. We don't have anything better to do. Let's I'm going to figure out how to Skype, yeah. do some Skype video, and uh, we'll go video podcast with BK and Luke and talk all kind of stuff. I'm going to post some stuff up, some questions, but uh, I'll definitely get back with you. But, buddy, tell uh, tell Becky and Tins I said hey, and uh, y'all take care up there in Wartburg, and I will talk to you later. Sounds good. Appreciate it. All right, buddy. Thank you, BK. All right. See y'all. 
Brad Knight Fishing on everything. Go find him. Go follow him if you're not. Brad is one of my favorite folks ever. Sorry if we got a little... Uh, I'm not political. I'm not a political guy. And I'll tell you a quick story why. Tell you, a lot of people like to talk politics, um, politicize everything, and I don't, and here's why. When I was growing up, my dad, Marty Duncan, Marty D., my dad was the county executive, and I don't know what they call that in a lot of areas, but the county executive, not like the mayor, but different, runs the county, whatever. County executive, elected position. Youngest one ever elected, only two-time county executive my county has ever seen. I actually found that out at my mom's funeral. I never realized that because I was very young when this happened. But uh, until the guy that's in there now, only two-timer, repeat offender. Did eight years in there. Um, and it was very odd growing up like that. And I, I was at an impressionable age when he was in. And this is local politics, right? And people truly, my whole life, they either hate you or love you based on whatever he did in there, his policies, what, you know, what party he ran under, what, and it's, it's, uh, I've always hated it. I've always hated it because of that. And it's, it's no different now than what we're seeing, whether you love Trump, you hate Trump, you love Bernie, you love whoever, you know, People dislike other people that are just other humans because their opinions aren't the same. It's no different than the guys from MLF not liking me when I say something negative or somebody from Bass not liking when I say something negative or liking that I say something positive against something else or whatever, you know. It's it's opposing forces, and that's happened. It's old as time. But that's, for me personally, that's why I don't like politics. And uh, some of you commented some things in the last episode about the virus, and I know I'll get a lot of comments comments about it this this time, but I try not to politicize anything for the most part because of things like senators selling stock. Dude, they, those Republicans and Democrats, they're all, you know, they're millionaires. They're career politicians. These folks, it, it's, it's sick, man. And uh, I've never liked politics. I've never liked politics, so... Sorry if uh, if this did get a hair political, but uh, we all need to just take care of each other, take care of your family, take care of each other. And I want to do something different. Close this out. It's going to be a little different. Something a little short and sweet. So I'm a music fan. Cue music. I'm a music fan. Y'all know it, I, I open and close every week with uh, my song, Biloxi Blues. And I want to do something different. I want to play the chorus from a John Prine song called Spanish Pipe Dream. For those of you that have never heard it, John Prine, one of uh, America's oldest uh, songwriters, is legend, man. Legend. And uh, I love John Prine. But I was randomly in the boat listening to some uh, some John Prine on a playlist I had. And this song came up. I hadn't heard it in a really long time. And me and Hudson were in the boat, my 12-year-old. And Hudson said, Dad, that's so cool. And this song, I want you to listen to this. I'm going to play this. This is just the chorus. You can go look up the song for yourself. That's a G chord. But this song, uh, I think it speaks to what we all need to do a little bit of right now, okay? Blow up your TV, throw away your paper, move to the country, build you a home, plant a little garden, eat a lot of peaches, try and find Jesus. On your own. John freaking Prine. God bless John Prine. If you don't know John Prine songs, you need to go listen. Take care of each other out there this week. You'll probably see me sooner than you normally do, and hopefully we're going to have you a Boats and Pros this week too. Take care, everybody.
On Mondays, head offshore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! Oh! Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.